Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Cam Goat Show. I am your host, Isaac Joel, and I'm joined here in the studio today with my producer, as always, the legendary Ruben Rapalda. Ruben, introduce yourself to these wonderful, kind, beautiful folks. What's going on, guys? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a stacked episode for you guys. I'm excited to get into it. We've got a, some exciting couple of weeks in uh, December, you know, finally the year. It felt like a, like a short year, if I'm being honest. It, it flew by quick. Oh, yeah. This year was not it. This was not the year at all, man. This year I describe as the 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 sequel to 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 the horror that was uh, 2020's uh, COVID. It's I now would say it wasn't as it wasn't as bad as twenty twenty, but you know it wasn't it, as bad, no. but it was the sequel. It was the it was the effect. You know, there's a cause and an effect, and we were the we we felt the effect of everything. Oh, most definitely. Uh, it, it, it's the year that has felt you know the most normal, I'd say, and I feel like we're heading into the right direction. Yes. I mean, I know there's new, there's this new va- variant uh, they're uh, coming out. <laughs> what is it? The COVID Delta Plus Rewards Members Program, something like that. Um, but I'm excited for the for the upcoming year. But man, we got one more to, one month to go, and uh, let's get it. I on. know, let's right, man? We're 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 the year is over, and and I have to say, I have to admit that I am very excited for for next year for so many reasons. Yeah. Uh, beyond beyond content wise, oh, beyond what we're receiving uh, on TV and in theaters, I'm talking about our own personal lives, our own personal projects, the the avenues and the the knowledge that we have gained from this year i think is just so valuable and is going to do us a lot of good come next next uh next year man uh it feels like it's been a while but it hasn't you know we literally do these episodes every week um but so much happens <laughs> within that week so much uh uh, uh goes on if uh, uh, f- first off, uh, happy Thanksgiving to to everybody who, who um, was celebrating with their families. I hope you all had had a wonderful time. I hope you all ate really good. I know I did. I had to visit two houses, man. So I was full as hell. Ruben, how, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. Uh, by the end, I felt a little. I felt like I overstuffed myself. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I took a couple days to recover from it. You know, uh-huh. a little, little hangover, little Thanksgiving <laughs> hangover. But uh, other than that, man, yeah. I'm you know excited. what gets me excited about about Thanksgiving? What's that? Christmas. Christmas. Christmas is. Uh, I'm a huge Christmas guy. Uh, I think I think that's probably my favorite holiday because yeah. you know for some people they'll they'll look at that and be like oh you know he's materialistic or something like that like no it's 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 it's, it's family it's time, family time. Yeah. the movies the snow you know the the wardrobe the the music everything it's just a good time and it's the end of the year yeah you know it's 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 a time to reflect on on the past and look forward to the future and so i just for me december you know for me christmas has always been the best time and uh i'm so excited for everything that's coming out this month man we have a lot of movies Stacked. coming out um we got west side story coming out uh uh we have matrix resurrection coming out we'll be checking those out but more importantly, we got Spider-Man No Way Home About tickets, time. About time. ladies and gentlemen. I want to know who out there was able to receive their tickets uh, uh, for, Dece- for, for December 16th, yeah. Thursday. Thursday. We were able to get tickets for the 3 o'clock showing, but 
We also got tickets for the 1045 showing, and we'll be seeing it twice the same day. And and Ruben, we've never done this before. Mm. Not with the same movie. We've done double features. We're getting ready to do a double feature, actually. Uh, what, next week? Yeah. Next West, week, we're, we're going to watch. and Don't Look Up. Exactly. Excited. excited. Adam excited. McKay, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Absolutely excited for that day. Uh, but but to do a double feature of the same movie, Ruben, what Never drove us done. to make Never been this done. decision? Well, let's let's go back, you know, a couple of years where this idea has been in our in our heads for I, I want to say Civil War. I think Civil War was like the first time we were like, I would just see it twice, you know. Um, and I guess. Uh, we, d- we never bought tickets ahead of time. We always bought the tickets for the premiere. You know, we always made that the priority. Um, but, man, uh, after going through Civil War, uh, I think that we, we saw we saw the movie and we we're like, yeah, we, we got to we got to sit on it. Or I guess it was late. I guess yeah. we, we saw usually those screenings were like around seven to eight back then. Now they're doing them a lot earlier. Um, and then I think uh, and then the next one, I felt like we, we thought we were going to go watch it twice the same night was Infinity War. But it was so much. But it was it was a lot to unpack. We we, it, we, it we left, weren't exploring. it left you yeah. feeling so sad. We were, you yeah, you're, you're broken. Once that yeah. movie, once you hit the credits, the, the, the score just drenches you in. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, we were like, no, we can't we can't go through that the same night. So we had to like. Watching the next morning, and then, then Endgame. Endgame was way too, <laughs> so long, too long. So big, too big, too long. You can't six. You can't watch. You can't be six I hours. Knew I couldn't get through that second act. No. The, the time travel stuff. I couldn't get through that a second no. time. But we you know, saw it. Really we saw it in the morning though. Yeah, of course, of course. Fun. You know, and you're you're in it for the finale. You know, it's so big. It's so awesome. But now, but now, listen. So we're doing this for No Way Home, but it's gonna be two two hours and twenty minutes. I think that's the confirmed runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what. What, how this movie unfolds um, because I, they're doing a screening and they're only showing the first 40 minutes dude it's going on right now actually are you kidding me? It's right, going on right now 40 minutes they're not showing though anything beyond those 40 minutes yeah. because you know damn well it's, it's spoilers is really getting into it yeah. after that point yeah so they're doing the 40 minutes uh, I believe they're doing this well they're saying there's there's two reasons out there right now some are saying that it's 40 minutes because they're doing this for for the screen ju- for the for the uh, interview junkets that they're doing right right with uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya and also uh, some these aren't these aren't confirmed but some are saying that some of like the scene some some of the CGI isn't done so they're not doing that and then the other one of course is that they don't want to uh, have any spoilers out there because you know in the past screenings uh, there's been some reviewers from the press that would you know spoil some stuff for for people just tweeting it out not even doing any yeah. warnings it happened with Eternals they leaked like the post credit scenes and I, I believe that guy did get like you know uh, banned from from screenings or got uh, this his I don't no think he got fines. I don't think he got fined because he, no. he technically didn't break any you know uh, NDAs but mm-hmm. he definitely got his you know his screening uh, credentials yeah removed. you're not coming around anymore no oh, he's, sorry he's, he's out of there um, so maybe that has something to do with it with them not showing it's just it's just it's nothing this has never happened before they've never done that word they'll show you know 
40 minutes of the movie, that's it, to, to the press. Mm. Um, I don't think anything will spoil from that one. I, it's it's uh, just such a shame that these people, these reporters, are just, like, kind of chasing, chasing a, clout. a story clout, man. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, like, them being fans and, and, and no, wanting to interact all. with the community. No, it's nothing like that at all. It's, it's piss, piss, piss us off, I guess. It's to be it's ahead of the curve. Be like, yeah. ooh, I know this, and I'm going to get it out there. I'll be the first one to get it out mm-hmm. there. I do believe it's there, shame, is, man, there is going to be just enjoy it. The the full uh, version of the movie I think will premiere sometime uh, early in the w- the week the movie comes out so I'd probably say Monday Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, we'll get some people who watch the full movie uh, which is fine I feel like by then we we have enough time to like delete Twitter or you know stay off social media which is what I plan to do I think we'll I don't know how we're gonna do this but maybe we'll go see because we're gonna have like a huge chunk of time uh, in between the viewings uh, uh, for, for us so maybe we go and watch it the first time come back do a podcast our first reactions yeah. and and maybe go see it a second time and then talk about our second reactions you know because we'll be seeing it the second time with the crowd who hasn't seen it before I, I highly doubt all, anybody would be there who had already seen it at the three o'clock if they do we'll notice we'll be like oh shoot we saw you earlier you but know because we'll be out of there from like at but six and then the movies yeah. out like until 10 yeah so. you will have like close to like three three hours 10 45 yeah. close to 11 plus Get trailers trailers man yeah bang this out and i'm with it but um, yeah but we haven't even talked about the tickets our we, experience we, no dude getting it getting them the the sites if if you're living under a rock you know if you if you're not one to to stay up late Till midnight to get that new iPhone to be one of the it first in line for it. Then, good luck. Bro, I gotta, I gotta say, it was easier to get a PS Five than to get No Way Home tickets on Jesus midnight. Christ. So what? Well, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, it was it was weird how they were doing the tickets because some some th- some theaters were doing it at twelve uh twelve o'clock uh, Eastern and then some were doing it at twelve o'clock local time. Uh, for us, who who we the the movie uh, theater we go to is Harkins, and it's 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 like a like a, like a West. I'm a rewards member. Yeah, we're rewards members. Uh, it's it's more it's more a, a Southwest uh, chain, uh, California, Arizona. I think Texas has some. I'm not too sure, but it's something something here. It's it's local. Harkins is a, a very local spot here in Arizona, and so it's so cathedral. I hit I hit them up, and I, I was like, it, so when yeah. are the, when are the tickets dropping? And they were they were telling me twelve uh, local time, and of course, you know, they don't drop lo- locally. They drop a little early. I think like they drop like a, like an hour earlier than I thought. Right. So I didn't. Well, I was thankful. Thankfully, I was refreshing beforehand because I knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and immediately when those tickets came out, the the everything crashed. Uh, the Harkins website, Fandango, Adam, all the all the web. So you can't you can't even like load to to find the movie on the on the website, and so and AMC was even worse. Thankfully, thank God we don't go to AMC because AMC like some so people didn't get comfortable and overpriced. Yeah, it's AMC. I mean, I don't know. It's just I don't think we have like an AMC near us. I mean, the, the closest one is like what twenty minutes away. Yeah, um, Tanger Outlets, right around yeah. there. Uh, and yeah, it's just AMC. Uh, we're just not like in the ecosystem, I think, because they have they have that plan where like you can watch movies every week, I guess, mm-hmm. like twenty bucks to watch two movies a week, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, I just haven't done like the math and see if it's worth it, or because because we got we get uh, concessions discounted uh, with Harkins, mm-hmm. uh, so huge ma- discounts, huge, huge discounts. discounts, dude. You're talking about like seriously, like like a medium popcorn it will probably run you like seven bucks, and then we get it for free. Yeah, for free. for free. For free every time you go. Every time. And if you want to upgrade it, it's a dollar. Yeah. You want to upgrade it to an extra large, it's a dollar 
50, you know? So it, it's mm -hmm. literally like <laughs> huge savings, man. And then if you have a loyalty cup, you know, you're only paying a dollar for an, I, it, yeah. an icy or a drink, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not, it doesn't cost more. So we save so much money and we get a lot of snacks too. Cause at that point we're like, well, we might as well get candy. We might as well get, get pretzels and no, you don't get discounts on those, but those are, you, that's what you're saving on. We'll probably get us ourselves yeah. like a couple of drinks at the like bar. I never, I never spend more than ten bucks for yeah. concessions and AMC. I remember one time we went to see IMAX and like it was starting out like what thirty bucks, yeah, for for everything. Um, so it's it's just been a lot easier for us to 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 be dedicated to that. And then you know we're we're just used to to how their seating arrangement is and how we buy tickets and stuff, the app and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we have points and stuff. We're getting on off track here, but we got the tickets. It started working. I think I used I used Adam tickets, which I didn't even know existed because I remember using Adam like Age of Ultron days, and and I haven't even heard about him. You know, uh, neither had I. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What are you talking What's Adam? about? Adam. What the hell is Adam? Black Adam?" <laughs> but uh, we got our tickets. We got the three o'clock. And man, these these are great seats. They're right in the middle. Uh, yeah, man, we're gonna yeah, have we're at the top. We're at, we're well, at the we're top, at the top, middle, the top, and both for both showings. Yes, and and those tickets went out the the, the same hour. We went to sleep, because uh, uh, what time did we go? To we sleep? were probably okay. done by twelve thirty. By twelve thirty, we probably yeah. had everything in a lock by twelve thirty. And I think I checked around four a.m. and it, and and the and the websites were still lagging and, and broken. Uh -huh. But yeah, four or five a.m. All the tickets were. There's a few much tickets gone. available, but. Only at the very front. At the very front, the very or there, front. there's just like the wheelchair seats, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, man, we we're, we're in, we're in there. Yeah, we're in the end game now, suckers. I can't wait to to for for us to report on that Less movie, than two guys. Weeks. You know, Less than whether two weeks. whether we're disappointed or not, you know. Th but I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening at all. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. We had a we had a trailer that dropped uh, just just a couple of hours ago. Uh, for the new HBO Max series Peacemaker, uh, showrunner James Gunn. I I don't think he's directing all the episodes. No, not at all. I doubt it. Um, had a chance to check it out, Ruben. I gotta say, I didn't really like the the initial trailer that, the that first came one. out. Was was it during fandom? Yeah, it was during fandom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Didn't didn't really spark with me because the tone was just completely. Uh, opposite from what 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 Suicide Squad was, you know, I was mm -hmm. getting ready to see a big budget TV show, but they really just gave us an office style, low saturated TV series of Peacemaker. It looks really low budget, and that was really kind of disappointing for me, mm. you know, because I was so used to to the, the the bigger scales. I thought it was going to be on the same caliber, but it doesn't seem to be like on the same caliber at all. Then they then this clip came out. <laughs> this clip where he just wakes up from the hospital yeah. and is talking to the janitor and hilarious, dude. I'm absolutely hilarious. It was great. I was really I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. Definitely like kind of switched my mind about it. I was like, okay, the these trailers, these marketings are just Whoever is behind these damn posters, whoever's behind these damn edits, someone really needs to fire uh, because it just doesn't do your guys' product justice. It doesn't. It yeah. really doesn't. And, you know, and I have no issue with, like, the product changing. You know, I'm okay with, with things not being what it is that I expect them to be, but it's just the way that you present them. That That's, that's all it is. This second trailer that dropped was meaty. I think close to three minutes. 
gives a yeah. lot of awesome action, and and it starts a lot better off than I think than than the the other ones. Yeah. Um, I'm still not 100 really? sold on on wow. this show. I'm sure it's going to win me over once we watch. I'm sure it's going to like kind of like have this like high of being really like you know funny, and then it's going to get like really like emotional because there was this turning point in the trailer where he started to question you know who he is and you know his his saying is 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 i love peace i don't care how many women children i i have to kill to get it and then he's faced with the with the situation of of killing children and he and and when he comes up to that he freezes he does mm-hmm. n- he needs reasons he needs validation for why he's doing that and his superiors are telling him Dude, that's literally your whole shtick. Yeah. Why why are you like questioning it? Why are you ganging us up on us now about it? So I'm excited for for the the story aspect of of, of where they're going to take his character arc. I'm excited for that. Um I hate when the trailers uh, cut out all of the, the censor the, the the cursing and everything like that. I wish there was more vulgarity to it. Um, it's 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 a PG thirteen trailer. It doesn't give any of that stuff away. But uh, I, I I say just make a red band trailer. You know, you might as well just make a red band. Mm-hmm. Are you excited at all for the series, Ruben? Yeah, when does it come out. Definitely, it comes on January thirteenth. Okay. Okay. So middle middle January. Yeah. It's fine because there's not really really coming out that time. Right. It'd be kind of weird. Well. I wouldn't say weird, but it's just December so stacked with Hawkeye, and then we're gonna get a uh, Ma- uh, not Mandalorian, uh, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, yeah. near the end of the year. So this is just no room to, to to drop it really. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. To see, I'm excited to see it. I'm curious how many episodes they're gonna do, uh, with with the show. Um, but yeah, man, John Cena. You know, I I think he's killing it right now. Uh, with everything he's doing, you know, I don't know who, who, who John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, uh, and then that cast too. I feel like that yeah. cast around him is really great. I really like them in Suicide Good Squad. Good supporting uh, yeah. cast. Yeah, new definitely. members too, new additions, new heroes. Yeah, that that that, that nerdy guy. Uh, I don't know what his name is, but I really liked his uh, his bits in this. Uh, I think it's gonna be like a good, you know, right uh, contrast to to Peacemaker. Um, but yeah, I mean the trailer. I thought the trailer was fine. You know, I th- I, I do think it was way better than, than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of glad they uh, they they kind of sold me a little more. You know, I was yeah. kind of getting a little worried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. And I uh, can't wait. Definitely better. Definitely better than than the first trailer. Oh yeah. Um, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to to talk about it with you guys. Um. We're going to move on to our next topic and discussion for today. We're, we're going to kind of go a little bit into not not really take too much of a deep dive, dive into no this. Deep dive, no deep dive. Yeah, I don't really want to take a stand on this or... or Let's or just get it on. I kind of just want to report on this... On this. <laughs> I need to choose my words very carefully this on this topic, everybody. Okay. Ridley Scott, back, you all, back he, on the news. He's, he's he's back. He's back, and he's and he's defending his his movie as you know a director. Yeah, I would does. Uh, Ridley Scott defends House of Gucci okay. after the Gucci family's alarmingly insulting criticisms. Oof. 
Uh, apparently, the the family members, the people who who actually lived this, uh, uh, were not too happy about about mm. their their uh, trail take on on this this story. Um, the production of the film did not bother at all to consult the heirs before describing Aldo Gucci, uh, president of the company for 30 years, who was played by Al Pacino in the film. And the members of the Gucci family as thugs, ignorant and insensitive to the world around them. They added, this is extremely painful from a human point of view and an insult to the legacy on which the brand is built today. We are truly disappointed. I speak on behalf of the family. They are stealing the identity of the family to make a profit to increase the income of the Hollywood system. Our family has an identity privacy. We can talk about everything, but there is a borderline that cannot be crossed. Wow, man. Mm. Wow. The people that, I'm sorry, this goes on a little bit more. Uh, the people that were writing from the family to us at the onset were alarmingly insulting, saying that Al Pacino did not represent physically Aldo Gucci in any shape or form. Frankly, how could they be better represented than by Al Pacino? Excuse me, you probably have the best actors in the world. You should be so fucking lucky, said Ridley Scott. <laughs> So this is kind of this 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 little e excerpt right here is what everybody is talking about right now. You Just know, pointing fingers at each other. Yeah, pretty much, man. And we're talking about adults here. Grown we're talking about man. grown people. And 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 look, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I I want it on the record that I am I am only twenty three years old, and I have a lot of experience of online bullying you know people just running their mouths people just want to break you down just want you to literally kill yourself like seriously nothing would make them happier for your existence to just be gone from the world and and i have i have been through this uh, at a young age I have been through this in high school. I have been through this in my early years. I'm going through this this now. And what I have come to realize, especially in the last two years with COVID and everything, was that there is no stopping it. There is no stopping people from having their opinions, uh, from feeling the way that they feel, uh, from believing in their truth and then you believing in your truth. There's always going to be two no, correct that. My father always used to say there's always three sides to the story. Three sides to the story. There's your side. There's my side. Then there's the truth. And and so recently I had some I, I had some horrible things said about me online that I felt w did not represent my character that that wasn't true at all to any degree. And every urge in me wanted to defend myself, wanted to back myself up. And then I really took a step back from the situation. I put my phone in the drawer. I, I, I left and, and I realized I can't stop it. And I'm going to have to learn to live with this and not engage with it. I can't, I, I can't keep engaging with these people. I can't keep engaging with people who just want to see me fail, want to see me quit. 
that, that, that don't believe in me. I have to keep going. I have to ignore that. And I have to believe in myself. If there's the people, some people, yeah, of course, there's people around me that believe in me. But at the end of the day, I have to believe in me the most. So I feel as a director, if, if, if you believe in your product, if you believe the choices that you made, the, the decisions that you have to make for the movie, then you got to stand by it. You got to stand by it and you can't get defensive when stuff like this happens. You're going to have to just just ignore it, just shut it out, you know, no comment, you know, you know. If he can if he can go to bed at night knowing that he tried to reach out to the family and get their side of the story and and, and get them better represented, then then that's then that's his truth. But the family themselves are saying that no nobody bothered to contact us. This was a Hollywood stunt. And and that that disappoints me. That disappoints me that 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 you're not reaching out, whether you like them or not. Um, the best example that I could give you guys off the top of my head is Adam McKay, who directed this movie called Vice, who was about the vice president, uh, Dick Cheney, played by Christian Bale. And um, I really like this movie. And Adam McKay is on record saying. I tried to reach out to them and they they didn't they wanted nothing to do with it. So I did my best and I relied on all my information from the books, from the books, from from what I read in in, in the shelves uh, and on literature. I did my best to to not even give uh, my own like point of view on things, to not put my like political uh, beliefs in there, you know. It's it's all like supposed to be subjective, you know. Um so, so that's a good example of a, of a director doing the, doing their best to honor you know what they can, and and at the end of the day, they're left with what they're left with. Uh, I just don't think this is a really good look, you know, for Ridley Scott, you know, for for him to just go on and on, you know, and respond. And I'm sure they're gonna respond back, and then he's gonna respond back, and it's gonna be a back and forth thing. And then maybe six months from now they make up and they take a picture together we'll see that you know this, this is just it's so it's so hollywood man it's so hollywood of these people what do you think about this uh ruben yeah man it's just back and we, forth we didn't watch the movie high school in, in, in high school uh chatter um hope it's not a uh a stunt to get the movie out there since it's not doing so well it's yeah. not doing so hot um Oof. So who knows what they're doing? You know, really, Scott. You know, I guess it's his thing to to say to say or do stuff to get his name out there in the in the articles. Get us, you know, to talk about him. Yeah. Uh, and for and and even then, with his attempts, it's not helping his movies at all. You know. No, House of Gucci's budget was seventy five million, and as of right now, the box office is at thirty eight point seven. Yeah, million. so it's pretty much gonna stay there because no one's gonna, especially with the movies that are coming out, they're gonna start pulling that movie out of theaters. So yeah, it's, last it's duel is on its last days. Yeah, so uh, not a great year for for Ridley Scott. Uh, you know, could have been a great year because he had two movies. Two movies, yeah. Two movies definitely. could have been his year, man. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they they uh, for future Ridley Scott movies, they tackle it a different way. Uh, get the, get the get the hype of the movie out there. Make better movies, I guess, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's these these directors are just kind of taking a little bit of a dip in their career. Him, Martin Scorsese, you know, because Martin Scorsese went from you know. 
producer credit in Joker. He was going to direct it, but then he bounced down to producer credit, did The Irishman. That didn't do too hot. Um, and then he did, what, The Card Counter <laughs> with Oscar Isaac, that that lame uh, poker movie on Apple TV. No, no, don't blame Apple TV. That was Amazon. Amazon? Was yeah. it Amazon? Yeah, well, if, if it was on Apple TV, it'd be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it just seems like just their, their projects though. are just not not hitting. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not what they used to be or the potential they'll and the they'll height. Ba- they'll bounce back though. I feel like you know every. I feel like air directors. Hopefully, they go because I this. liked uh, uh, the Martian mm-hmm. with Matt Damon. I thought that was no. a great movie, a great bounce back, a great co- uh, comeback for for Ridley Scott. Yeah. And then these two movies came out, and I was just like scratching my head, like what the happened. Yeah. And listen, man, I no, I haven't seen House of Gucci, but I heard not good things about Jared Leto's performance. Yeah, I've heard mixed. It's been mixed for the stuff I've seen. Now. The accents are not good. The costumes are not good. And we just said right now the portrayal isn't isn't even good. So, and it's it's over. What is it like two forty? It's a long movie. I forget the runtime. Um, yeah, but I just don't think that's worth <laughs> that's worth me sitting through. I hear it, it has a lot of similarities to The Godfather, but yeah, not really, not really. Chosen Thirty Eight. Okay, it's a long movie, man. <sighs> I'd rather see Spider Man twice. <laughs> I guess I really am a millennial. Let's keep it going, though. Yes, I think we got some some reviews to, to talk about. We've been watching a bunch of stuff, you know. You know, dude, I I am so excited to talk about this this next story, this next uh, show that it is that we really sunk into the shrink next door. Yeah, Apple TV, man, they're killing it right now. We've been mentioning it uh, since the beginning of the podcast. Our excitement for it, and mm. and and when it is that we're going to talk about it and 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 i'm so kind of grateful that we took this this amount of time how many episodes are we in uh, four or five we just we just watched six i think we just watched the sixth episode i think so yeah we just watched the sixth episode yeah that's right because what the first three came out big old chunk insane man insane and we watched the first three literally back to back now this this story, I, I, I really wanted to kind of like stay away from it. I wanted to watch the show and kind of like discover everything. But my curiosity was piquing me and I literally could not stay away from it. I needed to know how accurate it was. Is this another one of those movies that doesn't uh, shows uh, uh, that doesn't portray the real life characters? And, and it does. It does. This this this. The show leaves me so speechless for a lot of reasons. We're talking about Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, Catherine Hahn, and their acting on this caliber has has leveled up so much, man. They've always been capable of of acting like this. Uh, uh, They've done smaller roles. Uh, If you haven't seen Stranger Than Fiction, if you haven't seen Everything Must Go, those are two really um, heartbreaking movies with Will Ferrell. And he's doing his best in those movies to step away from the comedy and to really, really uh, tell the story that needs to be tell- told. And he brings that back with this character, with, with, with Marty. Mm. 
this show has a lot of that, s- the similar elements of Dirty John. Dirty John is another one of those podcasts turned into a TV show, a drama TV show with, with big name actors. Eric Bana was in there. Um, and it and it and it portray again another one that portrays everybody well. They they the the family, the people, the victims were all like part of that. The shrink next door follows the story the story of Marty Markowitz, who is the CEO of a fabric company, um, and his therapist Isaac Hirschkoff. And when he go uh, Marty has a lot of social anxiety issues and he's not really able to stand up for himself. He was born uh, rich, wealthy, him and his sister, uh, and, and his parents are dead. And so he feels, and, and the, the company is all on his shoulders. He's the one that's running it. He's the oldest. And he feels so much pressure. He just broke up with his girlfriend who he feels was like, using him she wanted tickets to go on a trip that that he said no we're broken up i'm not giving you the tickets and she well you promised me this trip so you have to give me the tickets this dude was just oh just didn't have a have a, a spine man couldn't stand up for himself for nothing and was recommended by his sister to go see isaac hirschkoff so he goes and visits this therapist and instantly feels like this this man cares about him because he's he does things a little unorthodox uh uh which, which at first comes off in a in a good way if if i'm being honest he takes them outside the office he he takes them outside they walk around the streets they look like just a couple of guys walking around talking having a regular conversation and he's trying to figure him out, figure Marty out and, and and relate to him and understand him. And then by the end of it, Marty tells uh, uh, Isaac tells him, "You know what, Marty, I'm going to ta- I'm going to take you on as a client if you if you'll have me. Uh I I I can change everything. I can make everything better. I will make all of the pain, all of the hurt go away if you just just stick by me." And this is the first time in a long time that he's felt a, f- a friend. Y- you know, it's his therapist, but he doesn't have any anyone out there to care for him on that kind of level. But he's paying this guy to care for him. He's paying him to listen to him. Now, business is business. But then it it starts to cross boundaries. There's a certain point when when Isaac tells him he's like, you know what? I'm starting to get real tired of hearing from you, Marty. Fine, you're always telling me that you're fine. Every time you tell me you're fine, I want you to put a dollar inside this jaw. And so he's like, oh, okay, all right. So he puts a dollar in there, and day by day, you know that that's really starts to pile up because all Marty can feel is is being fine. He starts to give him cur- a little bit of, of encouragement. He starts to build him up a little bit. He start, And then Marty invites him over to his job. He says, look, you do such a good job at, at inspiring me, at building me up. You could do the same for my employees. I, I, I need help with that. And maybe I could learn from that. You know, like a seminar. 
like a seminar. You come by for one day, talk to them, you know, no big deal. And I, even Isaac is like, well, wow, I've never, never done anything like that before. I've never been asked to do anything like that before. I, I guess I could try. And there's no bullshit in this guy. There's no, there, he, he's, he's being completely honest with him. And it's all, I don't want to say it's all Marty, but it is all Marty uh, uh, inviting him over, uh, uh, telling him, no, 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 that's okay. Don't feel like, like you're, 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 you're being too much. I, I, it's okay. So he goes over to his job and he, he does, you know, rile everybody up. But then he overstays his welcome. Weeks go by, years go by. Isaac Hirschkoff encourages Marty to stop seeing his sister, and his sister has has children, and he stops seeing his nieces and his nephews, and he m misses them and thinks about them all the time. But it got bad where his sister did steal from him, but only because. He was being difficult to, to speak to. It, never, it started to feel like they weren't talking to Marty anymore. It felt like Isaac was living in his brain and speaking through him. It was like, where was this stuff coming from, Marty? Where is, where, who is this guy? Started to really change who he was. Started to cut people out of his life. Again, years go by. And then one day... They start a foundation, a charity, where they're both named in the same account. And so this gives Isaac 50% ownership of this, this foundation that they're starting together, allowing him to have his own checkbook, allowing him to write checks out to himself for whatever he may need. It gets dark. It gets dark quick. It gets difficult to watch in your stomach it gets cringing because you can't stand to watch a sweet man be taken advantage like this one day marty feels bad for isaac because he believes that his his father just passed away so he says you need you need time away you need to c come to my house in the hamptons <laughs> You know, for for a weekend, you know, we'll we'll have a good time. Bring the wife, bring the kids, and and they they they, they have a great time. But then Isaac overstays his welcome once more. Then he insists on, oh, I gotta write a book. I want to write a book. I need to stay here, and and I need to feel the inspiration. So Isaac sends his wife and kids back to the city, while they stay behind at the Hamptons. Uh, writing this and and isaac is having a good time swimming in the pool playing golf while marty is doing all the typing marty is doing all of the revisions marty is making all the food buying anything that this guy wants because he believes that dr hirschkoff saved his life then the parties start to happen Hirschkoff insists that they tear down the fence, buy the house next door, build a golf course, build a tennis course, build a basketball hoop, and let's invite all these people over in the community. Let's invite the rich, the powerful, you know, everyone that's connected, clients, this and that, make it a networking thing for the foundation. It's all for the foundation. It's all for the charity, which 
What is the foundation? I don't even know. I don't even know what they're raising money for. Neither does Marty understand what they're raising money for. Something to do with politics? Uh, something to do with the children? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the parties get out of control, and Hirschkopf starts to decorate the house, starts to take things down, puts up pictures of him and his clients, and now he's starting to see celebrity clients. Now he's starting to, now his name is kind of getting big. Everyone who goes to these parties believes the house belongs to Hirschkopf. Why? Because he painted his name on the mailbox. They have to pay for a shuttle to go all the way to the city and, uh, and drop the people off. And then they drop them back off in the city at 10 o'clock. And at first, people love this. At first, the parties are insane. Everyone's having a great time. But then they start to get older. <laughs> and then the party just isn't that fun anymore. People want to go home early. People want to be with their families. People start to see through Hirschkopf. But Marty isn't. Marty gives up his Hampton home and is now living in the guest house in the back and has nothing and, and dresses like he's the custodian worker. He doesn't wear fancy clothes. He doesn't care about that lifestyle. He only cares about being loved, being cared for, his family. He's constantly thinking about his family because he gets these fish. He builds a pond right by his, his the guest house where he's been living for years. He builds this pond and names all of the fish. At one point, he had this beautiful cherry tree in his backyard, Marty. Again, this is his family's home that, he, they, that they've owned for over 50, it's since the 50s, since the 50s, for over 50 years. It's, it's, in, it's generations of Marty's family. And when he looks at this beautiful cherry tree, it reminds him of his mother, his mother who's no longer with him. And Hirschkopf insists that they have to take down the tree to, 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 to make space for all of this other stuff. And, and Marty's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. But then he's pushing him and pushing him and keeps keeps insisting that we have to take the tree down. And, and, and Marty at one point tries to stand up for himself. He's like, well, listen, I don't think it is that I have a problem with the tree. I think it is that you have a problem with the tree. And Hershkoff believes that because he's a psychiatrist that he knows everything and that he knows better. And he tells Marty, you have an unhealthy sexual relationship with this tree. And he really makes him feel bad about himself. And none of this is true. But he has this way of manipulating him into believing that he feels this way when he doesn't feel that way. He doesn't feel shameful for, for loving this tree, for remembering his mother. And Herskoff starts to leave him. That I'm no, I'm not a good therapist. I don't know what it is I'm doing. I should just leave in the morning and quit, and 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 we'll call it at that. This breaks Marty, and this pushes him over the edge to chop the tree down, so that his therapist, his best friend, doesn't leave him. I'm only hitting the tip of the iceberg with this, ladies and gentlemen. 
this is a true story and a a, a New York Times uh, a podcast that you can listen to, and I really encourage that you guys listen to it. I I have had the chance to listen to it front and back already, and we're still going through the show. The show isn't over yet. It's a it's close, but it has gotten really deep. It has gotten really difficult at times to to get through wouldn't you say so ruben more so than <laughs> chucky yeah man this show is has been has been a lot man we've, we've gone through a lot in, in in only what six episodes uh yeah man the 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 dynamic between them you just we just want uh uh what's his name will ferrell uh marty marty uh you just want him to, to finally be like enough is enough but uh that's definitely something they're building building up to uh, and, and yeah, I, I feel it like with this last episode, you, you, you start to feel like, okay, it's, you kind of see it in him, but not really. Cause, cause, uh, I don't want to spoil, I want to spoil the, the, no. the last episode, but I, he does, I do feel like he's kind of, you know, maybe kind of catching on, but not really because he's in denial the whole, the whole time, uh, through, through the show, uh, that he's not, he's not taking advantage of him. You know, he's, he's his friend, you he? know? Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I feel like, you know, it's. Definitely, maybe like mental illness is some something in there too, um, trust issues, stuff like that. Um, and I feel like it's it's being told in 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 a, in a good way, and and at, at times it's it's very uncomfortable. Um, but I do I do I do I do love the way the the directing they're doing. Um, even then, even also to the performances, too, the accents are are amazing. I feel like they they really. Jewish Brooklyn accent. Yeah, they really, they really sell it, and they, 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 they sell the the setting, the, uh, the years, man, uh, the years this takes place. Like, I believe the last episode takes place in two thousand seven, and and for me, yeah. I feel like you know, that's not that long ago, but in reality, that was that's what almost. That's Iron know, Man. Fifteen, fifteen. How many yeah. years? Thirteen. Yeah. Oh, fifteen okay. years. Yeah. Wow. Um, and and that's a period piece. Dang, two thousand seven. I remember, you know. Where I was in two thousand seven, and to, to to see that that setting, being like a historical you know time you know, yeah. I guess. Um, so I'm excited to see where 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 this goes and where we see Marty and uh, Ike, uh, see how it plays off because uh, I don't know if Isaac I don't remember Isaac mentioning this but like in the in the first episode we kind of see like the present day, uh, we kind of see a glimpse a, a glimpse of like the the the. What the, how far the abuse how far, has gone. Yeah, how far he, he he went through it. And we see his pain and his suffering. And it, I think it was, it was really well done to tease that in the beginning because we're like, oh, my God, why why is he like this? Like, something must have, something must have happened. And, they and age them really good, too. Yeah. Because I really they, you're seeing them get older and older, the gray hair, yeah, the wrinkles. Yeah, this is a span of, like, 10, 15 years. They like, look good. Yeah, most definitely, and so I'm excited to see see where where they finish it because I believe there's two episodes left. I believe it's because the yeah I think it's eight episodes in total. So I'm I'm excited to see uh, it's about to end because this this last episode I felt like they, they took like the years by quickly. I believe it started like in '97, so mm-hmm. I, I think it went ten years. You know, just one episode. And with this next episode coming out, it's moving even closer to to present time. Um, cause I do, I do notice that like in the, in the, in the screenshot of the next episode, he has like a full on white beard, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting to see, 
uh, what happens next? Do we finally see the tipping point? Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely be reporting on the the finale when that comes out. But I hope that this is enough uh, to to get you excited. I, I we definitely did not spoil anything. We like I said, we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg. There is so much relationships and dynamics to unpack in the show so i i was talking about it just the other day to my mom who doesn't have apple tv and she was instantly convinced that she and, and signed up <laughs> and now she's she's watching it she's yeah. in deep on it and and there's so many other shows on there guys that, that you definitely should check out um moving on to our next topic in discussion we, we uh, uh, uh on on tv series we uh, we just got done watching the season finale for Chucky. Chucky. A- and we just got done watching episode three of Hawkeye. Yeah. S- and and both of these shows have been have been really uh, uh, unabashedly just just fun and exciting, dude. Absolutely thrill writing. Uh, g- talking about the the finale for Chucky. It really got big, guys. It really got big, and and we confirmed. We know last last episode we didn't know if we were gonna get a season two or not. We now know we are getting that second season. Let's go. Where that's going exactly, we don't even know. We don't even know. I heard something about an all new cast. Are you serious? Is that real? No, no. I think that, that was wasn't real. No, that was okay, real. man, real. you had me for a second. Yeah. Yeah, I, but well, that's I, that's kind of there's no way they can do that because they no. set up that the, some of these characters are still around. Yeah, um, but Chucky is everywhere now, guys. He has spread. He is vast. He's a virus. He's a virus. He's a virus. There's um, no getting rid of him. There's no getting rid of him. No. Uh, yeah. This this series, man. I I, I didn't know what to expect with with me not being a, a horror slash Chucky fan. Just I just never really watched the movies. I know you know I've known Chucky my whole life of what it was. You know, right. the the pop culture impact Chucky has had, um, and so I was interested to see how how I well I learned that this is you know taking place in that universe in that Chucky universe of the the original movies, and that's just such an interesting idea you know to to cover, and and to do it on a TV show you know to to really uh, get to know these new characters. Uh, get more Chucky. I feel you'll get more personality at Chucky than those yeah. movies because the, the the main it's self an ego trip uh, uh, for for Chucky, especially at the end because he's he's faced with with, with versions of himself. You mm-hmm. know the the human version, the doll version, and they all think collectively kind of different. You know they they were asking that question: what what's off? Li- are babies off limits? What's the age gap for who? What yeah. we can kill? What we can't? Yes, you know. Yeah. Mm, you know, anything below two, that we're not savages, guys, yeah, you know, the, and they're the like, but what great. about twins? You know, the banter is so great when it's Chucky on Chucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only imagine if I was like a Chucky fan, like in the, you know, in like the 2000s, I'd be crazy for the show because it's just yeah. full of Chucky lore and stuff like that. And so if, if you're, if you're, you know, a, a fanatic from the beginning, man, you gotta, you gotta be eating this up. The puppetry is just so good because everything I, th- I feel is like some of the dolls looked like the vintage versions and then some looked like newer modern versions 
Oh, there was a hilarious part. It was my, fa- my, my favorite part when he was like, we're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, He's great. like kind of like dancing and wiggling and just the animatronics for the, the facial expressions. It it fe- it really feels like this doll is is so alive, man. Yeah. I don't think we have we haven't watched like the behind the scenes for the finale. I really want to. We didn't. We got to watch that because every episode they, they, would, they would do that. Um, but but yeah, Jake had an awesome moment at the end. Um, with, with I don't want to. Sp- I, yeah, don't don't yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it. But Jake really uh, came came around for the show, man. He really came in clutch. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I was I was worried about the cast. I I really thought they were gonna take a backseat in this episode. It's kind of kind of started like that in the beginning. Um, also, knowing that the finale was like uh, 90 minutes. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, on on TV, technically, yeah. so with commercials, but yeah, usually, usually you don't you don't get that with uh, with uh, with TV stuff at mm-hmm. all. Usually specials and stuff like that. So it was cool to see that extended. It felt like a movie, really, because we were getting Seriously. we were getting different acts, you know, in this in this uh, episode. And yeah, they 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 really came through with the with the with the uh, starting cast, and I'm excited to see what they what they do they're gonna, they're gonna be maybe a little older well sh- it, it comes out next year so we won't really have like a like a time gap yeah you know it's gonna be shooting back to back to back essentially watching the kids age yeah man. they looked younger in the beginning of the show and now they, they are starting to look older mm-hmm. yeah because I, I believe they're like around the age where like you know voices change and stuff like that um and yeah, man. Overall, the execution of this show, the 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 gore, man. At the end, the, the this finale, man, was great. Some of the stuff they did with the, uh, with Chucky, and you know how you know how it went. You know, right. I'm definitely going to miss seeing Chucky up on on the big screen mm-hmm. again, but there's just no denying that it is a a perfect perfect show. And I really, I, I encourage you all to watch it. It's setting so much up. The yeah, same way that, that Hawkeye is sci-fi. setting stuff up, man. Hawkeye is setting a lot up for the future of Should these Marvel TV shows. <sighs> we just got teased in the third episode. I'm going to talk about it. We're going to get right into Let's it. Into Wilson it, Fisk, Uncle Fisk, he's right, out there, right, guys. Right he right is there. out there, believe he's it or not. Uh, I heard this crazy rumor, I did, and we didn't even talk about it last time. But I heard this crazy rumor that the kingpin we're going to see is in a fat suit and also CG enhanced to kind of give him the more comic accurate version that we know of the kingpin. Mm -hmm. And that really excites me. We got a glimpse of his hand uh, uh, touching Echo's face, you know, and we heard his laugh. It's clear as day. It's clear as day his laugh. There's no, there's no denying it. And I swear to God, I swear to God, if we get another boner joke, I'm going to break every TV I own, man. Yeah. If they are dicking us around on this, I am going to riot. It's not funny anymore. No. It's not. It's not cute. It's not. Give it to me. No, Give it to me. Yeah. Uh, hearing those reports about the fat suit and the CGI at first sounds. Goofy and a little concerning, I feel like. Um, Scooby do this, but crap. with having Wilson Fisk in in this universe, and obviously, universe. I, yeah, having him, you know, because obviously this isn't going to be the same one from the the Daredevil series because that's officially not canon due to due to Netflix and stuff like that. So they're, they're starting all over. But to have the 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 actor Vincent Vincent Renard, Denario, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I messed it up. My bad. Um, 
But to have him, you know, he was born to play Kingpin, and you know, he, was. he, he, killed, he, he killed it in, in Daredevil. There's nobody and else, definitely. And and so bringing him into this world, you gotta, I gotta feel you gotta make him look a little more menacing, a little more, you know, kind of brute, brute type, you know. Especially since we've seen like Ultimate Kingpin in Spider-Man PS4. Mm-hmm. And into the Spider Verse, yeah. So, man. so audiences are becoming aware of People what know Kingpin he, yeah. could do, could be, you know. And of yeah. course, he's ruthless and Daredevil and everything, but he's not at full potential. He's not. Th- he's not even that big in, in Daredevil. Like, no. he's, I mean, he's a big guy, but like, you know, I yeah, you definitely gonna want to bulk him up if you want him against Spider Man or you know other MCU uh, characters, you know. And I feel like that's kind of what they're heading at with. Uh, with them bringing more of these uh, these characters from the the Netflix shows, we're gonna get Daredevil in uh, in the Echo show, in She Hulk, and even pro- most likely in uh, Spider Man. We might see Matt Murdock in, yeah. in two weeks, man. Yeah, uh, oh, and, we're gonna in the same week even. Possibly. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that we're going to see Fisk first, and then we see. Matt Murdock in, in in No Way Home mm-hmm. like the next week after that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not you know because what Hawkeye episode Wednesday? Yeah, and Spider Man Thursday. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not getting too excited for Matt Murdock because I definitely think you know they can find a way to cut it if they want to. Um, so I'm not I'm not I'm not expecting it, but it's, if we do get it, it's going to be a a big surprise because we are going to get uh, Matt Murdock in the MCU. That's that's confirmed. But hopefully we get we do get our first glimpse of uh, him in uh, in uh, No Way Home. It's but just this, insane yeah. to know that uh, Hawkeye, w- uh, Clint Barton was going after him. Was that that's one of the guys that was yeah. on the list uh, during that period uh, uh, of those five years when everybody was snapped. Yeah, man. Uh, the action's getting better. Yeah, the action's getting better. A lot, a lot. However, better. the car chase was a little. It got it got out of hand. Yeah, let it, me, typical let me get Marvel, getting a little bit out of hand. Listen, if you saw Shang Chi, you know what I'm talking about. That train, se- the, not tra- the, the bus sequence. You know, it starts off cool. You're like, okay, I yeah. like seeing people fight. You know, it kind of reminded me of Nobody when he's like fighting those guys in the bus. You know, that stuff's awesome because you're actually watching them in a real bus do that stuff. But then it, the CG and then the green screen and then the flips and I thought it was okay. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't it the got rest out of stuff. hand for me. It, really? it got so big and my brain couldn't handle it. It turned into That's mush. Yeah. That's what happened with this car chase in the Hawkeye. <laughs> with Hawkeye, yeah, three. It's, it started good. I really like the the, the one shot stuff. That stuff I felt was really good. I think for me, it's just I felt like you do see that that Disney Plus uh, budget started kicking a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, which which I guess is fine, you know. I I wouldn't want a Hawkeye movie, I guess, you know, especially with uh with uh with with this storyline. I feel like you definitely gotta. You got to marinate these characters with uh, Kate Bishop, Echo. Like, I feel like you wouldn't be able to do that in a movie, especially with all like the 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 the, uh, the stuff we're getting, the backstory we're getting. Like with Echo, we got her in, in her younger years. Same with Kate Bishop in the, in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of glad that we're kind of, you know, getting to know these characters. I'm glad we're using Clint Barton to get us into that world. To get us into these characters, into that underground world, because it, it makes sense for Hawkeye, you know, to you know, he's he's a guy with without superpowers, like, and in, in those five years, you know, he was all alone basically. The Avengers yeah. were 
pretty much pretty much gone. Tony was, you know, in uh uh you know, building a family, uh Steve Rogers trying to recover, you know, he lost everything, you know, he lost his best friend and stuff. So Hawkeye himself he lost his family, you know. And, you know, he was in that underground world and I'm glad they're they're diving in. I think they'll dive a little more into it definitely with Yelena. Because nobody the, knows who Ronin is. Yeah. Not even not even Kate Bishop. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's gonna it's gonna leak out because in uh, the Black Widow post credit scene, Elena has that picture of Hawkeye with the Ronin suit. Yeah, uh, he, and he's unmasked. I'm really interested to see how because there's only what two episodes left. No, what episode did we just watch? Three, three. We have okay. three more. Oh, we have three more. Okay, we have three more. Uh, there's a lot of stuff they gotta tackle. We got we gotta finish with Echo, Kingpin, Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see what, where where this one goes, because I don't think they're doing a season two for this, you know. Yeah. No, um, they shouldn't. No, I no. think I think we're just gonna cut into to Young Avengers with Kate Bishop, you know, or maybe they might do a, a season two with just Kate Bishop. Maybe get her get her her feet wet a little more before she does Young Avengers. Or I think Jeremy Renner is starting to like this Marvel money. Yeah. You know, so he's not. Yeah, right. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I'm sure we'll see him uh, maybe back on the big screen in a, in a cameo. Yeah, I definitely do think there you can you know have some some role, but yeah, this episode uh, I'm excited to see where where this one goes. It ends off with uh, there at uh, Kate Bishop's mom's house, and I think uh, Hawkeye gets caught by the the stepdad, the supposed evil stepdad, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see where where this uh, goes. Yeah, I don't think he's actually evil. I think he's kind of like looking evil really? and acting sus, he's mm. but he's probably like a good guy. Maybe he knows Clint Barton. I think in the comics they used to work together, yeah. him and his character. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, moving on to our next topics and discussion, where I, I really wanted to mention this this Christmas movie, guys. I uh, we were yeah. talking about in the beginning of the, of the of this episode how how much I just love Christmas and and after Thanksgiving I like to pop on the the, the Christmas movies you know I I feel like you can't watch it before Thanksgiving you got you can watch it on Thanksgiving and then and then from there going on um and one of my favorite movies is is Christmas with the Cranks and I just discovered the other day that it is only 5% Jeez. on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the movie you would say that's like your favorite, that's your go-to? <laughs> it's one, it's when the season starts. What's your go-to then? When the season, I don't know, man. There's so many good ones. You got, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You have Christmas Story. <sighs> Polar Express, Elf. There's not one that stands out like, okay, if I can only watch one with my family. I want to put Christmas with the Craigs on. <laughs> really? Oh, I want to put Christmas with the Craigs on. I think it's so hilarious. I, I, it's, it's another Tim Allen in Christmas setting, but it's not that's even. W- that's kind of I don't know, like weird. Like, he has two separate like properties. <laughs> it's Chris Columbus. You know, if you know him, he's the guy behind the Home Alone movies. Uh, and he's really great with the Christmas uh, vibes. genre vibes. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just, it's a classic, you know, Dan Aykroyd, J.B. Lee Curtis. You know, I love seeing those actors. I love seeing, yeah, I mean, it's a good, I love it's a seeing good people skip Christmas. It's you know, it's a good a idea. It's a great concept. And I was just saying the other night that I think they could easily make a sequel. You know, what if like the grandchildren, what if they skip Christmas and the grandkids are pissed off? You know, like meet the fuckers, you know, little, little fuckers. Um, I, I, I like stuff like that. I love family friendly movies. I, I 
am always looking for those stuff because I have a big family. I have a huge mixed family. And when we get together, I like to have those recommendations on standby and be like, guys, pop this on. We're gonna we're all gonna laugh right now. What's what's that Christmas movie with uh, Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie? Uh, it was the night before. Night before, it was, it was the third like, one. Uh, Jessica Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. See, we got to put a list. In. What's your favorite Christmas movie, man? Oh, man? They're playing some right now at Harkins, yeah. and they're selling tickets. <laughs> like the theaters are getting sold out for Elf. I mean, I, I don't know why, but man, this the Santa Claus trilogy just always. I always just enjoy that. And like, that trilogy, the first man. two. The first two are great. The third one is, you know, uh, but but even then, I feel like it completes, you know, the trilogy, right? I guess you know, can't go wrong with the, the Santa Claus. Tim Allen is still around, bro. Make a Santa Claus four, dude. Make I don't do it. Do it right, you know. Nah, the Tim Callen, Tim Allen is banned from Tim Hollywood. Callen. I guess Tim <laughs> Allen. Yeah. Um, whether you know you agree with that or not, but I mean. 8-Bit Christmas Eight-bit is Christmas. now played on HBO Max, Max. ladies oh, and gentlemen. This man. was something that caught my radar. You, you you told me about this. I think you sent me the trailer. Yeah. I didn't watch the trailer. I, I don't no. know why I was, I was busy. No, um, everybody ignored it, dude. Because we're like, oh, freaking uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, HBO Max, too, having yeah. it, you know, not being in theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this movie should have came out in theaters, man. It probably wouldn't have done any, you know, money. They did well. not market it the reason why you have not heard about it is because there is no marketing it's not on social media i've seen nothing nada on it and and no i i feel awful about that i really do but i'm here to talk about why you guys should absolutely watch this get everyone together it is so is filled with surprises twists and turns Uh, it went to places i wasn't expecting it to go it has this vibe of the princess bride um and christmas story yeah and those two are are i i love both of those properties it's Neil Patrick Harris's like a uh, uh, father character telling his his daughter about the the 1980s when he was her age and he would have done anything to get the Nintendo, and <laughs> from there they j- it's it's it dude it's so ultimate man it is so rock and roll. Um, yeah, I, I personally don't even want to talk about it because there's I don't so either. much. I don't I either. So much Seriously, I I want to say this: the movie is 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 absolutely hilarious, and then at the and then towards the tail end, it grabs onto like the heart that is like the meaning of Christmas, which is that you know you you might not always get what you want, but you still have. You know, but you might not always get what you want, but appreciate what it is that you have. Yeah, and I feel Uh, like, and it and it and it really hits that message hard. Yeah, I feel like any everyone, every kid can relate to that. Like you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you know you want you know even for I feel kids these days you know maybe kids want the PS Five but you know sometimes the new iPhone yeah yeah, it can't always their first phone you know yeah and this happened to me before in the past you know I really I really wanted that you know uh, toy or I wanted that you know device and you know and you don't it, get it, it doesn't happen yeah but, but you still and and so, you know when you're a kid you know sometimes you don't it's hard to process that it's hard to to, to really see you know the cast was so good dude the, the, cast, children, the children the when we dude we are such huge fans of watching great children actors you know because that is you know, they they always say in hollywood the two things that you guys should never work with animals and, and kids yeah 
It's just, it's just, it's just so hard. But they can really make or break kids, the movie, man. man are one hundred percent professionals. David Cross made an awesome cameo, <laughs> man. One of my favorite. Another all-time actor we need more. <laughs> we need more of David Cross. You know, he does. And who plays the dad? Uh, uh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn, man. So Which you might know him from the uh, Diary of Wimpy Kid movies. Daddy Daycare. You know, that's that's, for, that's, yeah, that's oh, that's for dude, you. Okay. That that's for me. He's man, like a huge fan of like Star Trek in there. He's a huge nerd. Really, he's so that guy, good, man, dude, at playing the. That father figure role, yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, like I said, I've I've, I've known him more from like the those uh, Diary with the Kid movies. Well, you like him, or I personally think it's one of like the better. Uh, Diary with the Kid Two is my favorite movie. It's honestly, a great we movie. need to rewatch them because I remember we rewatched like all of them, and even then, like the worst one was what the third one. Yeah, and I don't, I didn't watch the the the. the the reboot. the reboot, soft reboot. Wait, did remake. we watch the reboot or no? No, no, we did not. We got and, it, and I will not. No, we will. No, it's on Disney no. Plus, I think. I will burn myself to the stake. They recasted the whole cast because they. And did now there's an series. animated series. I'm excited to watch that. We'll watch that Oof. later. You're not excited. You're not looking forward to that. No, I, well, listen. No, I I don't want to get get too caught up in it, but I, I'll just say that I'm not excited to have to rewatch the, the the first book all over again. Really? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that, that's I, it. I, I, I've seen. The, I know the story. I've read the book. I, they should have done this from the so beginning just, or what? I like the live action. No, I like the live action. Live I think action, I think yeah. it, I think those yeah, stories are meant to be told live so. action. But yeah, but the dad, man, the dad really. Uh, I wasn't expecting the way it went through through the end. You know, I really didn't think he was going to be a major. I thought it was going to be, you know, the dad. You know, yeah. he's not really a part of the of the the the, the, the story. You know, the arc of the, of the movie. And they the trick message. you like that. Yeah, man, and it's it's something you got to watch with with you know either your family or even if you want to you know do it alone. But definitely, I can't wait to watch this movie with my family. Like, it's definitely one that's gonna. There's that's a some hilarious as, sequence. Mm-hmm. Where I just want to talk about this one scene. We're not we're not gonna spoil any of the movie. There's so many moments. Right, which one I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, there's so many moments. There's the TV, the karate, you know, <laughs> there's so much stuff, but I'm talking about the mall I sequence. Know it. I know it. The mall sequence, okay, when the the little boy uh takes his eye off his sister for a second and loses her. They find her, she's outside. And the dad is yelling at him. And, and you're like, oh, man, you feel bad for the kid. You know, get yelled at. You know, he got in distracted in front of everybody. Yeah. And the dad's telling him, he's like, I can't believe you. You lost your sister. It's not like losing your retainer. And then the kid's eyes bulge open and oh, he realizes, no. I dropped it in the mall. And then the dad slowly turns around and looks at him and he points at him. He tells him, open your mouth. And the kid darts right inside, man. And the dad chases after him and slips all the ice and is struggling to get up and chase after his own son. (laughs) Dude, this scene killed me, man. They're running all over the wall. The The kid is, he sees the retainer and he is chasing after it while the dad is chasing after the kid. And, oh, man. It, it is it, that scene alone is is worth worth uh checking this movie out guys um i really hope you guys get a chance to see it i read some really uh what i felt was just like horrible mean uh, reviews you know it's it's a family movie man like well, how are you how are you gonna really create critique and criticize 
well, you I know, mean, there's family, two. Christmas, and kids. At the, you know, it's it's not. I, I what about like, the new Home Alone though? Oh my god, that's a family movie. Oh my god, dude, I did watch it. I guess you know, Home Sweet Home Alone. Not all family movies can be great, I guess. But I mean, this movie was charming. You know, I I very little to to criticize. Like, I guess I kind of like this that this kind of comedy style because it's it's very similar to like Diary of a Kid. Yeah. Type of comedy wa- style, and not everyone likes those movies. I'm gonna watch it every year. And, oh, this and, this and is. I would be, uh, love to see the, the the these characters again, dude. I I wonder if there's an opportunity or a chance for them to tell another different, like you were just saying right now, Diary Wimpy Kid style. You know, they have all these books, but they're all like you know, some are about are about him having summer vacation, some are about him with his brother. You know, some are about you know school. So you know, what if they did like Christmas every year, but like they visit a another family and it's another thing that he wants, or you know, uh, more hijinks. I, I would not mind seeing this cast and crew again is is, yeah, was, is all I'm saying. Fun, fun little ride. We're going to move on to our final topic and discussion for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been such a huge episode. Uh, I love being able to to talk about movies with you yeah. guys. Uh, it is it is my favorite thing in, in the entire world. Characters, stories, how we portray the 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 truth and how we get to the bottom of everything i i feel like there's always something that we can walk away from from any movie going experience you know whether you love it whether you hate it and uh movies have really had a huge impact on me since 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 i was little this is all i've ever known this is all i've ever wanted to do when i was four years old i made the decision director that's what I'm going to be. That's what I need to do. That is the field that I, I, I have to be in. Everybody has dreams, man. No matter how old you are, whether you're four years old or whether you're in your 60s and you have these big dreams and want to work with the best actors ever or work with the, be- uh, the, the best uh, low-budget crew ever and want to really build up the next generation of filmmakers. You want to be a part of that, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about the Alec Baldwin rust fatal shooting and how someone is responsible. Yeah. <laughs> someone died. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. This is this is this is hard for me to talk about um because we're talking about a person. We're talking about an individual. And yes, I know she was a creator. Yes, I know she was an artist. Yes, I know she was a cinematographer. Yes, I know she was uh, the best in her field. Um, I don't see credentials with people. I don't see, you know, you're an actor. You're this, you're that. You know, I don't see, you know, you're gay, you're straight, you're, you know. I don't, I don't put titles on things. You're not, you're not a cancer, you're not a Capricorn, you're this, you're that. At the end of the day, we're all flesh and blood, and we're all human beings. And uh, a human being lost their life. Uh, because they were chasing their love and their drive for the art and uh, facing that uh, that reality is, is, is tough. You know, I look back at a lot of my experience as a filmmaker and, and I actually can't believe that I'm still alive today because I've been on sets with, with real life uh, uh, weapons. And of course, you know, we were all, everybody was careful. Everyone always wanted to protect me. 
and I want to say it to everybody, I appreciate all of the the people on those sets, those music videos, those those commercials. I appreciate you guys for always saying, you know, watch out for Isaac. You know, you, they, they, they mentioned me by name. You know, I'm the cameraman. You know, they always were looking after me and always, you know, wanting to make sure I was in a safe distance or, or you know, we weren't using this so no one took that out. The safeties were on. It, it's empty, this, that. You know, it's a prop gun. It's this, it's that. You know, I, I really appreciate everybody for that. But there, it just kind of, like, opens your eyes like, wow. Even with all that, even even knowing all of that, you know, anything, anything can truly happen and you and you don't know nobody knows as of right now what happened and what went on this set and how live ammunition how a live bullet got into a box filled with dummies they're still investigating there's still a live investigation out alec baldwin uh just had a in-depth sit-down interview uh last night was it on abc News. Yeah, it was an ABC. It was ABC. Yeah. ABC covered type, it. Yeah. Um, it was also streaming on Hulu. You can watch all of it on Hulu if you have an account on there. No commercials. Uh, and I I did see a lot of people criticize him. You know, you know, you really you really think this is the time to go and do a whole 4K interview, looking nice in a suit. You know, making yourself look like the victim. Really you know, fast. Da- da- damned if you if you do, damned if you don't. I I, I say. The investigation has taken a long time, and and he said himself, you know, whether again whether you agree with anything of this or not, you know, we're just here reporting it. Um, he felt that that he couldn't wait that long for the investigation to go on. You know, with, with he needed the the truth and and his perspective out there. You know, immediately they needed to know what, what, what he needed it all on the record. It had to be all on the record. <sighs> he uh, talked about the experience. He talked about what led up to the events and how he was under her direction. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar with the terms on set, a cold gun usually means, uh, does mean, you know, that, 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 that the barrel is empty, you know, that there's... It's not loaded? It's not loaded. Yeah. You know, that everything's okay, er, you know, or vice versa. So everybody was believed that, that, it, was, that it was a cold gun on set, and uh, they were lining up the shot, and she's behind the camera, Helene. And uh, directing him, telling him, you know, put it down, put it here, put it there, you know, right there, right there, right there. And then he puts it there. And then she's, like, telling him to kind of cock, cock it back a little bit, you know. His hand was not on the trigger because he took training. He took, you know, courses and everything about that. Not only in his past experiences, but specifically for this set on this movie, they had to, to, they had to go through all of that stuff, man. And so he's he pulls you know the 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 release he's pulling the release back and it fired off, fired off and and she collapsed and he said that he didn't it didn't cross his mind for forty five minutes that oh she got shot. He started talking about how you know this happens from time to time that like you know maybe she got hit maybe she she got f- she fainted from the noise but then also the uh, another individual 
um, got shot and was screaming and crying and in a lot of pain. And he was very confused as to why, wha- what's happening right now. What just happened, and yeah. And they immediately pushed everyone out. You know, they everybody had to leave. Everybody had to go outside. So he's he's outside waiting to hear what what's what what just happened. What just happened? He has no idea, and he still doesn't believe. Still, it hasn't crossed his mind that there is a bullet inside that that there that there was a bullet inside that chamber because he believed that this this entire set everything everybody was professional. He didn't hire so and so. He was a producer. You know, he was allowing them to be creatives and make all the decisions. So he trusted everyone's decisions on who was there for what reason. They, you know, trusted that everyone had the proper training. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until for, you know, a while until someone came up to him, put their hand on his shoulder and told him, you know, she's dead. She's gone. And, uh, and he's he's he ha- he's having to live with this man. He 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 even said so himself in the interview that if he thought if he believed that he was responsible for her death, that he would have killed himself a long time ago. So he yeah, has a lot of faith. Something to say, man. It's crazy. He has a lot of faith that they're that they they will find out what happened. What happened? How that gun had a real real bullet in its chamber. But uh, I really recommend that you guys go and uh, go and listen to it. Go and check it out and hear it for yourself. Yeah, form your own opinion. For form your own opinion because, you know, this is the same thing with, you know, Ridley Scott. You know, this it's, it's one of those things that we can report on, but everyone's opinion on this is going to be different. And I think you guys need to be a little bit more understanding because of course I know everybody's you know defenses. Pff, you know I always make sure the chamber. I always make sure it's empty. I always make sure the safety's on. I always make sure everyone wants to be so quick to make sure you know that they're perfect. You know everyone wants to point fingers and feel like they're better than than so and so. And I understand that it shouldn't take someone losing their life in order for us to learn from our mistakes. And I don't even know what the mistake is right now. No well, one really knows. Yeah, we don't. We don't know what went wrong. Who knows we if we're gonna know? Because uh, this, you know, uh, there hasn't even been like anything from the police. Yeah, this thing has been. Has it's just it's just we never really see this happen. Like with these interviews being rushed, because I'm even shocked that like uh, his lawyer like approved this. You know, for him to speak out because you know he has nothing to hide. He's, he he claims. Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, that's what that's what he claims. Um, but even then, like, even if you, when you're not guilty, it's it's best to to not say anything, just in case you know you accidentally say something you you weren't you didn't really mean or try to say in the words because you could easily mess up and say something you don't mean, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, or maybe maybe some form of maybe like confession, but not really because it's happened before where someone would confess of something they didn't they they said they did but they didn't do. You know what I'm saying? They asked him, you know, do you think your career is over? And he said, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be shooting a movie in January. And I asked, you know, my people, you know, my, my agents, my people, like, you know, do you, are, we, are we done? You know, are you want to get rid of me? Are we not doing that anymore? And, er- and apparently everything is still game. Everything is still in motion. Everything is still planning. It's business as usual. He's going to, to keep doing what he, yeah. what he can do because yeah. it's all he knows. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's a good, I think once uh, 
we get the reports and we get stuff that and we'll kind of see where his uh career headed because right, right. now a lot of stuff is up the air for all we know you know something could come out that puts Alec Baldwin in in his his career in jeopardy you know right um but we'll start to see what happens with the the, the gun the gunman well not the gunman the the, the person in charge of the of the props get see what happened with with her um and also you know she was she was she was directing Alec Baldwin so yeah uh you know it's, it's tough to put him in spot and call him guilty when you know He's just doing what he's being told. Her you know? husband has been extremely supportive towards towards him. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows that it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Um, but um, but I guess yeah, it feels awful. You know, mm-hmm. he has children. He has, I think, a nine month old right now. Oh really? Yeah. No, yeah. he has young kids. He he, he just became a father. You know, he, he he didn't have children from before, so he has. I think the oldest is might be like you know ten, eleven, twelve, something like that. And they had to tell the oldest ones, but you know, everybody everybody lost someone here. Everybody lost a friend, a coworker, a loved one, a, a mother, uh, a wife, and and it's tough, man. And I think the reason we we're talking about it on the podcast is because I'm not, we're not taking offense, we're not, you know, taking a stance on 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 anything. What it is that I want to remind everybody is that you guys need to honor people you know honor honor them you know honor their their legacy their life and not tarnish them not bring them down i i feel like you know the media is just going to eat all of this up and we cannot forget we w- we should not forget and we will not forget that Helene was a person and and she will be Helena Hutchins will will be missed and yeah and hopefully there is all this and hopefully you know the person responsible gets you know the proper we'll uh, keep you guys updated on it for sure, sure yeah. and let you know what new information we uh uncover but go go and do some research of your own yeah, it's gonna be going on for a while. This, a little this while. will be going on till all the way next year. It could be going on for years. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are suing uh, other other uh, cast members and cinematographers um, on that set. Apparently, were not happy, um, and so they're suing. So there's and then they're suing before the husband can even sue. You know, so yeah, it's, it's just it's it's weird timing. Everybody is being very. Ugh, they they wanted to throw out the word sabotage, but he they Alec Baldwin doesn't believe in sabotage that it was sabotage because what was there to gain? You know who are they hurting? Me, her, the 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 film, the crew, the production. Like what was what was the end game? So there's a lot of questions, and and we 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 hope to God that this does not go. Uh, unsolved. Yeah, th- we well need I th- to get to the bottom of this. Mm, I think with this interview, there's just more questions than answers. I think I feel there's been more. There's been more questions because um, really, you know, we heard his side. You know, we heard his stuff, but uh, we really won't know. You know, hopefully, we can take some of the stuff and and, and, and believe him. So, yeah. but like in reality, we'll, we'll we won't know for a while what really went down. Uh, I don't know if there's you know footage just that police are reviewing. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. that's something. You know, hopefully it's something we'd never see. I don't want to. I don't ever no, want to see footage yeah, like that. But but they I I I, I hope uh, you know they figure it out and and if there is footage I do believe you know Alec Baldwin 
he would know that, you know, and yeah. you know he wouldn't, you know, lie. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna guess I'm glad he he did that, you know, he didn't have to to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I was even shocked, you know, that it, it got approved for him to to do that. But you know, good for him to to get his side of the story, and then hopefully, yeah. hopefully the, the police, you know, whoever's uh, investigates out, and then we'll leave it at that. You know, hopefully, you know, they it goes it goes on through a faster process, and you know, we just mm-hmm. have her have her legacy just live on and have this you know be a thing of the past and move on absolutely absolutely thank you ladies <sighs> and gentlemen so much for for listening in today yeah. to this episode of the cam goat show as always i'm your host isaac joel and we are here with you and for you and, and we encourage you all to to continue chasing your dreams and your goals and your aspirations um and be safe out there. Truly, truly be safe out there. There's there's a lot. Anything can can take our lives. Car accidents, guns, uh, disease. Uh, it's it's in the air. Everything is out there. Revenge, vengeance. Um, but we will always be here for you guys. And uh, and I and I and I, <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to to have a platform where we're able to we really do. get into all of this, really get into all of this, man, to really, to really feel and to really speak what it is that, that it is that we feel. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. I have been your host and we'll see you next time.